Shortlisted is brought to you by Future Women's Jobs Academy. Getting back to work after a career break isn't easy. Future Women's Jobs Academy is a free online program supported by the Australian Government. It's proven to increase confidence and connect women with meaningful and flexible jobs. Apply today at jobsacademy.futurewomen.com. We'll support you to find the right job and thrive. Nothing makes a person go weak at the knees quite like a job interview. Enter Shortlisted, a podcast by Future Women where Helen McCabe and I hold your virtual hand, walking with you every step of the way, right to the interview door and straight onto the shortlist. In this episode, we tackle the common interview question. Why did you leave your last job? While we always counsel honesty, this is an occasion where too much information can be a hindrance rather than help your chances of getting the job. Let's navigate the minefield of having left a previous employer on less than ideal terms. So how honest should you be about your past workplace, especially if you're leaving on bad terms? Jamila, this is one that I think almost everyone has experienced professionally at some point in their lives. And I think both of us would relate to it, but it's still a very delicate one to answer. So why are interviewers asking this question? Interviewers are asking this question for a few reasons, and I want to start by saying it's a really common question. This one will almost certainly come up, particularly if your last job was unusually short in the way that you held it. So the reason an interviewer is asking this is because they want to understand more about you. They want to understand your career goals and your trajectory. They want to understand what job satisfaction means to you and what it looks like to you and what motivates you. And in the back of their mind will be some questions about your values, the company's values, the culture that you're looking to enter, and whether or not you're actually going to be the right fit, or whether or not there's going to be a bit of a jarring feeling in those first few months and they're going to need to move on. They're looking to see whether or not you might be a bit of a troublemaker, a bit of a slacker. This is a way of trying to weed out your bad side without asking about it specifically. But I think the way you answer it is by pretending that the question is, why are you looking for a new role? And framing it less about the negative reason you left the past job and more about the positive reason that you've chosen to move on. The sorts of things you need to do is to be positive and focus on the future. Don't find yourself explaining what you didn't like about the old job. Super easy to do. And particularly if you really didn't like the old job, but do not do it if you can at all avoid it. Focus on what you learned and what you're looking forward to. This is an opportunity to showcase what you bring to the table. So bad mouthing or speaking ill about your previous employer is likely to get you marked down. So just be oh, absolutely. very, very cautious. Anytime someone bad mouths their previous employer, even if it was entirely true in an interview, I just imagine them bad mouthing us in a few years' time. And this is really tempting, of course, when the industry is really similar or the organisations are competitive. Mm. So in that environment, no matter how sweet the interviewer is, do not fall for that trick. Be honest. The interviewer may contact your previous employer if you nominate them as a reference. So don't overstate it. 
And don't lie, right? We've come back to this a few times while we've been chatting, but folks, not lying stays up there as really important, especially if you're in an industry where people talk and it's going to come back. So if you were retrenched, don't pretend that didn't happen. If you were fired, don't pretend that didn't happen. If you left on really, really bad terms, and that's likely to be something that people have got chatter about, don't lie. You can admit it, you can not mention something, but don't actively lie. So this is where it gets tricky. You were sacked and someone asked you why you left your last job and we're saying don't criticise your employer, even though you feel really hard done by. How do you manage that? You have to be honest within the realms of discretion. So you have to say, I left um, that organisation under difficult circumstances. It wasn't ideal. Naturally, I feel like my side of the story would be different from their side of the story, but I don't think there's anything worthwhile in going through that today. Yeah, I quite like that actually. I quite like the idea that you recognise the circumstances were a bit fraught and that there could be some tension between you and your previous employer. But even though that's the case, you're not going to sit there and badmouth them. I think that shows, you know, a good character. And you can then say, of course, in those circumstances, I've learned a lot. Yeah. I think the same goes for being made redundant, right? If you've been made redundant, if you've been let go and it wasn't about your performance, but it was about the organisation you were previously working for or with, just be honest about that situation. I don't think there's anything to be embarrassed about. It's quite common. It's something a lot of people experience in their careers. I've even known people who've celebrated a redundancy because it means some time and some money to have a think. And older workers in particular are at risk of age discrimination, which can mean they're more likely to be made redundant. We know that during the beginning of the COVID pandemic, for example, workers over 60 were more heavily hit by job losses, interestingly, along with really young, inexperienced workers in their 20s. So I don't think it's something to be ashamed of if you were made redundant. But I wouldn't focus on yourself when you talk about it. I would focus on the organisation. So instead of saying, oh, I was made redundant because, and then talking about yourself, I would simply say, I was previously working for company XYZ. They were going through a really difficult period, particularly at the beginning of the COVID pandemic. And unfortunately, that meant that a lot of us are now looking for new work. And you can just move it along. Uh, Look, and I would just say, um, so many women that we mentor in the FW community are knocked around by a redundancy when they don't need to be. Redundancy Mm. is absolutely commonplace and it is not personal. It is about the way the business was managed or the economic circumstances. So don't take it personally um, and particularly don't sound like it was a personal thing when you're in a job interview. Redundancy, imagine you work for a tech company, which, you know, they do redundancy rounds every couple of years and 15% of the workplace is immediately shoved out the door and no one really takes much notice of whether you're any good or not. So you just can't take redundancy personally. Example reasons for why you left your last job. Yeah. So let's give you a few ways that you might phrase this that will give you a sort of sense of comfort when you're going into a job discussion. And you can pick the ones that sound right for you and amend them to suit your circumstances. So you might just say, let me be honest, the reason I left my last job is that I wanted to learn more. I felt like I'd come to the cap on how much I was going to grow in that role. I got a lot out of it while I was there. I'm ready for new opportunities and new challenges, and I hope that they're going to be with you and your organisation. You might say, while I loved the role that I was in and the work that I was doing at a technical level, I am ready for something more. 
I'm ready for more responsibility. I'm ready to be challenged. I'm ready for some leadership opportunities. And that's why I've applied for this job today. I'm looking for a more inclusive company culture is perfectly legitimate. I'm looking for a role or a company that better aligns with my values, more meaningful work. Um, and we hear that a lot at, at Future Women. I'm looking for an opportunity to better utilise a particular skill set, particularly if you've been pigeonholed by one organisation and you've got a skill set in another area. That makes a lot of sense. And I'm keen to apply my skills in a new industry that I'm passionate about or I relocate it. I change states. Helen, let's talk about another really common one, particularly for our Jobs Academy members. A lot of our members have quit a job, some recently, some quite a while ago, because of caring responsibilities. So they've left the workforce because they were looking after young children or perhaps they were looking after a sibling with a disability or perhaps they were looking after an unwell partner or elderly parents. How do you talk about that? How do you explain that? I think it's completely okay. And in fact, one of the things that I hear pretty often is I've got a degree in accounting. I then went away and had children and I don't want to be an accountant anymore. My life has completely changed. So I've taken some time out for caring responsibilities and now I've got a completely different perspective on life and I want this job that you're offering me. Very valid, very common and uh, completely authentic and plausible. I think it's also a chance to demonstrate some self-awareness, right? You weren't someone who tried to muddle through with some really significant unpaid caring commitments and working in a demanding role. Instead, you made a choice, a sensible, reasoned choice to focus on that caring responsibility. And now you're making a second sensible, reasoned choice that you're ready and excited to get back to the workforce. I think it's an opportunity to show that you're someone who is a planner, someone who is level-headed, someone who is pragmatic and honest about their own situation and thinks about what's best for them at any one time. And if you want to delve into this a little bit further, it's in an earlier episode of the podcast where we talk at length about explaining a career break. Helen, before we move on, I just want to tick off a couple of things to avoid. We've talked about being too negative or bitter or angry about a previous position that you've held. Other things you might want to avoid, folks, while they may be true, don't say, well, I wanted more money. That might be totally relevant for you and good for you if you've moved because you wanted more cash. But most organisations are not going to feel great about the fact that the reason you wanted to work there was the pay alone. They would pride themselves on the purpose of their work, the culture of their workplace, and if they feel like it's all about the money, it's not a particularly attractive trait. Unless it's investment banking. Oh, yeah, then they might totally they love really it. Really they really want you to totally be caring be about the it. money. <laughs> uh, saying that you felt undervalued, and it's quite possible that you did feel undervalued in your previous role. It's quite possible that you were undervalued in your previous role. But when you say, I felt undervalued where I used to work, it can come across as a bit complainy and a bit bitter and like you're someone that needs to be told that you are extraordinary every five minutes and otherwise you're unhappy and it can kind of look to the employer like maybe you're going to be a lot of hard work to manage. And finally, don't say that you didn't like your previous manager. Don't go with that one because you are quite likely speaking to your potential new manager and they don't want to know that you are an employee who is going to be potentially complaining to another employer in the future about them. They don't want to hear that. So talk about how you're looking for a more collaborative or team-based environment. And with that, I think we've nailed that question. 
Shortlisted is produced by Future Women's Jobs Academy. To apply to join, head to jobsacademy.futurewomen.com or go to futurewomen.com to become a Future Women member today.